You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Ciao, Questers. Welcome into a very, very special episode of The Quest for 100. Uh, I am here with my partner in crime, as always, Brian. Hey, Justin. What's going on? Uh, not much excited about this topic, for yeah. sure. I, I hope we end up somewhere around an hour and seven minutes like our normal podcast. But uh, That will be a true test. Yeah. Uh, and because this topic, uh, if you're clicking on it, you know what it is already. It is pizza. Uh, and we loved it so much that we pretty much rushed to get this uh, recording done uh, today, which is a Sunday, only a couple days after the last podcast was released. So we are excited, uh, hopefully you are as well, to, to learn a little, grow a little, um, listen to us eat pizza. You know, that's got to be fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, well, and you you talked um, about this being a test, and and this is I think the entire thing is going to be a friendship test here because you've ordered us two pizzas mm-hmm. from two different establishments, mm-hmm. and I have no idea what you ordered. Nope. And I think this will test our friendship as to not that not that we were trying to appease me. Sure. Sure. But we'll, we'll see how this actually goes. So yeah. you want to explain? Well, yeah. So uh, as you open these up, uh, so I went and got a um, pizza from Domino's and a pizza from a local uh, pizza place called the Smoking Monkey, which is in Renton, uh, where we are based out of. I got the same exact pizza on both both ends so we can compare and contrast. Um, I've never done this before. I don't know if you've ever sat down and eaten pizza from two different places nope um and my choices uh, judge or not uh i wanted to go very basic just to see a regular plain pizza and what that tastes like across the board um though i don't typically order plain but that is what i wanted to test and then the other one was plain, more, plain bean cheese yeah just cheese um and then uh the other one being um a little uh, is a barbecue chicken pizza. Mm-hmm. So okay, okay, we can still be friends. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Like, otherwise, we just end and it'd be our shortest recording. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're excited to dig into this. Um, but but we uh, we want to jump into uh, some since last time. And do we have a do we have one of those? No. <laughs> Perfect. This is I, episode nineteen. I'm learning now that never had one. There's there's no bug there. But um, so yeah. So this was this was this is a very uh, special one. But uh, so but first off, uh, my since last time was very brief. Uh, I was in Vegas uh, for a couple days this week. Went for a conference. Uh, the conference was they had 17,000 people there. Cool. It was quite large. Um and but it was fun. It was it was cool kind of uh, spending a couple of days in Vegas and meeting new people and learning a lot um from that conference. But also when I got back, I uh did the dishes. And okay. If you listeners listened last time, uh, the dishes episode, we learned something new in that you're not supposed to pre-wash dishes. So I, I went through and I, I, I tried. <laughs> <and> <laughs> it was excruciating. I, 
I had to do it a couple times because the dishes were sitting out for a little bit, but um, I scrubbed I scrubbed them. I limited my pre-wash and put them in, went to a point where I felt like they were dirty, mm-hmm. and they came out clean. So, you know, verified, if you would, of, of what we've learned in that last episode. But um, it is still going to be tough for me to completely eliminate pre-wash. It's just it's 20 years of not doing it. Talk about the interaction between you and your wife when you first – Came back and and learned oh, of what you well. So she didn't let, tune in yet uh, to the podcast, oh. and and I told her I said so. Like we had a podcast on washing dishes, and I said, well, this is uh, I, I learned this, and she gave me the mm, <laughs> like face because uh, she obviously will hold that over my head for a long time because uh, she's been saying that uh, for a long time, but. Yep. You know, di- different circumstances. We got a new dishwasher. You know, it's a different world uh, now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I went home for the weekend. So home being uh, the wonderful city of Pullman, Washington, and just spent some family time there. Uh, got a little golf in. Ooh. How did nice, you uh, Oh, I just went to the driving range. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, went back to the high school. Did a, did a bunch of, you know, nostalgic things uh back there and uh yeah so pretty pretty mellow weekend uh nothing nothing too exciting uh also i did do the i mean i'd already done the dishes thing um but i ran them again not the clean dishes again (laughs) you just left them in there and ran them again yeah no i ran a new load and um obviously you know came out very clean so um we're learning yep learning learning as we go but um as far as some fans we we have some fan reviews finally. We do, yeah. This is this is really exciting. Do you want to do yours first? Yeah, sure, I? sure. So, uh, thank you to Maureen for listening in from Kansas City. Kansas uh, City. She said that she listened to our dishwashing episode on her way back from St. Louis, and she has a Fisher Playkill one drawer, and she loves it. It's perfect for one person and two cats. Yeah. So. We we totally missed an opportunity to uh, sponsor some of these episodes. I mean, heck, we, we're we're giving some love to Domino's. Well, maybe some love depending on our ratings of it. But uh, to local places here, we we need to really start bringing in the investment. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're still still early. It is. It is. Um, but yeah. So she we, she uh, before okay, you go, yeah, okay. uh, she also wanted to remind us that our uh, award winning chef. Sure. Uh, could be a she. We uh, we kept referring to That is a great a point. He. Yeah, that is a great point. Uh, There's a lot of award-winning chefs who are women. Gender and- is not important for our chefs. We just, well, for my chef um, that's that's cooking for me, and you're just, you know, again, doing your salmon in the <laughs> dishwasher. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so uh, I had, we had another... Um, fan of the show write in a review and he recommended our podcast and i thought i would i i I said i would read verbatim what the review was so i'm gonna read it verbatim uh his review uh this comes in from listener joe Uh, he said a friend decided to start a podcast for fun he and his co-host talk about obscure topics that don't typically get talked about on big named podcasts they have an hour podcast about Christmas cookies and another about washing dishes. I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan does not talk about washing dishes on his podcast. I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, though he might have one on Christmas cookies. Maybe. Uh, they are good podcasts to have in the background in the car or at work. I enjoy listening to two people get better as 
They get more episodes under their belts. It has become a part of my Thursday routine. If you guys read this on air, Justin may say, must say one, make your mom blush level explicit word. So a little background there. I do not curse. Um, <laughs> so uh, he's really put me on the spot there. So I am going to say Goram, Joe, Goram. And that's a uh, nerd curse word uh, from Firefly. So hmm. I'm just going to say that. It's okay. not, not a real curse word. It's just a but a But would your mom blush at that? Uh, she would be confused. <laughs> so maybe. So, so technically. Maybe. Um, he also had a, a topic suggestion of AstroTurf, which is an inside joke that uh, I will uh, explain at another time if we ever do that podcast. I think that's a great topic. You're you're a you're an outdoor grass and turf kind of guy, though, right? Like your family comes from that. What do you mean? Don't, doesn't your didn't your parents do something with like? Oh yeah, soil yeah. sciences. Yeah. And, yeah, so that's why you're like it. I would I would not say astroturf is interesting, but maybe, yeah, but but I mean that revolutionized sports. That's true. That's fair. so. I think that's all right. Maybe it topic. is worth a topic. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Um, but yeah, so that was really exciting. Um, thank you for your re- reviews, uh, both of them, and please keep them coming in. We'll we'll read them until there's too many, and then we'll just give kudos to you guys. But for right now, loving the reviews. We'll keep we'll keep coming at you with uh, new topics and hopefully interesting stuff. And and hopefully people are even if you're behind, mm-hmm. even if you're a couple episodes behind, if you have a comment or a review, go ahead and and give it to us. Um, on that particular episode, whatever episode you're on, because we want to go back. Yeah, for sure. The last uh, fan since last time, we officially have th- at least three listens in the country of France. Wee oui, wee. Oui. So I don't know if you have friends there, or I have friends there, or we have officially gone international. We had the the people in Germany, and I th- we couldn't explain that, right? Nope. Uh, all I will say is we now have friends in yeah. France, yeah, and they are our listeners. Well, here's the question. Hopefully they speak English or we're going to have to start transcribing or Ooh, that is tough. getting a... But unlike America, uh, most of the other countries learn how to speak English. So they're very cultured. Yeah. Um, but uh, so hopefully you're enjoying this in France. Um, yeah. So we'll... we'll uh, I've already had my first pizza pizza. Oh, uh, wow. You devoured that. Did you go with the Domino's? I went with the Domino's cheese pizza. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so I'll I'll compare with what did you say the company? Uh it is the Smoking Monkey. S- Smoking Monkey. Yeah. So it's a little mom and pop spot um which uh, my wife and I frequent. It's yeah. our fa- it's actually my favorite pizza in Seattle. Oh okay. Uh or Seattle area. So we go there a lot um and okay. we don't typically go to Domino's all that much but well I'll um as we get into our in the news segment I'll I'll have to try the Smoking Monkey. But let's let's do some news. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. So some pizza news for you. Uh, I picked a uh, topic that actually has to do with Seattle itself. And Justin, I don't know if you knew this, but Mod Pizza mm-hmm. is actually based in Seattle. I did not know that. Yeah, it originated in Seattle. Um, it was uh, started in 2008 um, and now has over 400 uh, locations in the U.S. and the U.K., so um, its newest location is going into Sacramento, um, and it's actually the seventh in the city um, of Sacramento. And this was a, a story by the Puget Sound Business Journal, 
that was a little bit on the, the this actual opening of the store, but uh, but more, I, I what I found interesting was Mod Pizza itself, the the company um, and the philosophy behind the the company. So, it if you were interested, there's it's about a thirty thousand dollar franchise fee, which in a total investment initial in, investment of between seven hundred. Um, and nine hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars to start a mod oh, wow. pizza. Yeah. Okay, that's a, yeah, that's a big chunk of change. But um, their their kind of tagline is more about the people than the pizza. So they actually um, a lot of the the franchisees um, hire people who have faced barriers to employment, whether being incarcerated, disabled. Uh, disadvantaged youth um, or those in recovery. And I think that's kind of a cool thing, you know, for, for companies this day to be doing is is hiring the people who are quote-unquote unhirable. And they focus on paying a living wage and providing uh, employees with opportunities to give back in the community. Do you know what MOD actually stands for? No idea. So it's it's made-on-demand pizza. Okay. So if you're unfamiliar with Mod, um, it's an individual artisan-style pizzas um, that they they cook in their, their pizza oven. Uh, basically, customers specify the toppings that they want. It's kind of the chipotle of the pizza industry. And the founders actually are uh, the people who founded the Seattle Coffee Company. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Familiar with that being from the East Coast, but... Um, I've, I mean, I've heard of them. And Mod Pizza... For me, I thought was uh, just local to Seattle. Yeah. When I moved out here, that was the first time I heard of them. But then in my research, found out that they actually are growing everywhere. Yeah. They're one of the fastest growing companies. I yeah, think. so in, in 2013, they were named a top 50 breakout brands by Restaurant News. Um, so, I mean, really, when you moved here, they were very Seattle-based. Yeah. Um, you know, in 2014, they only had 31 locations. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Even as of January 2017, they they were just opening their 200th. Okay. And now we're into, you know, April of 2019, and they're over 400, you know, UK, um, US, all over the country. So, so really, I mean, when you first moved here, yes, they were just a, yeah. a Seattle-based okay. company, so... Oh, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Uh, so my news, if unless you had something else there, Brian, uh, my news is very brief, uh, and mainly because we have so much to talk about and debate in this thing. But uh, I just found out this uh, maybe a month ago um, that uh, Hidden Valley Ranch uh, just came out with a new type of ranch, which I want to get the title right, and I think it's as simple as just pizza-flavored ranch. Weird. Yeah. Um, so it came out with uh, a couple other new bold flavors. There's like nacho cheesier. It's like Doritos almost. And there's a couple other like bla- – they're calling them blasted flavors. And a couple – well, first and foremost, you know, when this – when I found this out, I was like, okay, I get people like pizza and ranch – together right like that's one of the things we'll even talk about today um but making a pizza ranch like are you dipping your pizza in that ranch or are you using it for other things because i would not i think that would be odd yeah i would i would think you're using that for other things i mean i could see how 
a little bit of that spice flavor. I, I don't even know it. Yeah. The tomato-y flavor. Yeah. Might add a little bit more kick to a salad. Sure. You know, like Chipotle Ranch. People like Chipotle yeah. Ranch. That's kind of maybe a little bit more mild and not as spicy as what yeah. they're going for, I would think, maybe. Yeah. And it and, and salad might be the thing. So funny enough, in the article that I was reading from uh, Thrillist, they were talking about this and they said that um, – and there was actually a video that they had, which was cool. Um, in the mid-'90s, they actually launched the same exact flavors. So this is they, – they're talking about this being new, and it is because they haven't used – had these, but it's – you know they're bringing it back. Yeah. And so there's this really iconic – well, not iconic, but just – very 90s feeling ad that they had running for this thing. It was this kid eating it on a salad, and he's, like, pouring it on and, like, loving life because it's pizza-flavored. Um, so, anyway, I, I thought just thought that was interesting. Uh, we don't have it today, but I will uh, will be interested to try it at one point and uh, see what it works with. So, let's take this sorry i was like lost my train of thought but let's uh let's take the news and and bring you some some new knowledge as we normally do with the dropping knowledge segment i'm the history guy justin is the stats guy so we'll do a little bit of history of of pizza uh before we really get into the stats and the debate so flatbreads the idea behind flatbreads have really been around for centuries and mm-hmm. since people started making bread and naan and whatever yeah. culture you're in, the idea of a flatbread was was there. Um, it really wasn't until the uh, 16th century that in, in Naples, Italy, that we kind of really had the introduction of the modern day pizza. And that really coincided with the introduction of tomato Mm-hmm. Uh, tomato sauce being put onto that bread mm-hmm. um, and whatever ingredients were, were being found. It was really deemed a, a food for the poor because it was such a uh, it was it was a easy delivery system for whatever food you know ingredients you had sure. um, uh, to eventually consume so people on, on the street could easily sell it and you could buy it. Um, and then in, in, so there's a little bit of debate. I've, I searched the internet uh, a lot trying to figure this one out. Um, but there's a little bit of debate on to what the first licensed pizzeria actually was. Okay. Um, because I saw some other dates that predated this, mm-hmm. but multiple sources um, cite that Port Al- Alba Pizza um, in Naples uh, was the first pizzeria and it opened in 1830. Okay. And it was uh, used uh, a oven lined with lava from Mount Vesuvius. And so I, I'm not really sure exactly. I mean, I saw multiple places that this was the first pizzeria, but then I saw a couple other reports that pizzerias had been around before that. So I'm not sure. really sure which... Yeah. which um, and everybody uh, wants to claim that, right? Like, right, that's exactly. So much, but yeah. but so many stories reference that this uh, Port Alba, and um, so then then we move to 1889. Um, King Umberto and Queen Marguerite visited uh, uh, Naples. Margaret, well, um, I guess it's Margarita. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
See where this is going? Yeah. So, um, Rafael uh, Esposito of Da Pietro Piazza. Sorry, I am not Italian, so this is very difficult. <laughs> uh, brought them multiple types of pizza. And Queen Margarita liked the one with the tomato sauce, the white mozzarella, and the green basil. And it became known as the Margarita Pizza. That is cool. Now, can you tell me what inspired, or guess what inspired those ingredients from uh, Espo- Esposito? I, I was going to guess from the name, but then I have no idea where the ingredients come, so enlighten me. So he was, he was selecting those ingredients because they indicated the Italian flag with your oh, red, white, and green. That's smart. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, in co- according to the purists... Uh, the margarita pizza uh, is one of two real types of traditional pizza. The mm-hmm. other type is called marinara. Mm-hmm. Marinara is the older one of the two. Um, and the word marinara actually comes from um, it comes from the, the La Marinara, which is the Siemens. <laughs> yes. I can't say that without laughing. <laughs> So the wife's wife of uh, semen from <laughs> <laughs> sorry now I now I just want to laugh as you said <laughs> we're very mature yeah we're gonna have to cut that part out oh no <laughs> the wife of sailors uh, from Naples uh, would make this uh, marinara sauce mm-hmm. for their husbands when they returned uh, from fishing so the la marinara being mariner yeah that that was actually going to be my guess as you started to talk about it was you know with italy being you know a coastal uh country being like oh maybe a mariner i i didn't know what the yeah. constitution was yeah so uh these pizzas though really didn't make it outside of naples until uh the late 1800s and in in 1905 uh gennaro lombardi opened the first pizzeria in the u.s uh, which was in Manhattan. Okay. That pizzeria is actually still in operation. I've actually been there. It's not on the same location that the uh, original one was from, but it does use the same oven that the original Lombardi oh, pizzeria d- used. That's cool. In uh, 1933, Patsy's Pizzeria started selling pizza by the slice. Before that, everything had been by the whole pizza. So that was a little bit of a oh, revolutionary idea. Okay. Um, in 1943, Ike Sewell opened Uno's in Chicago, bringing the Chicago-style pizza to life and the, the idea of a pie more than a mm-hmm. flatbread, per se. Uh, and the boom of the pizza industry uh, didn't really occur until after World War II, like so many of the things that we've already talked about. Um, soldiers returned retor- home from Italy having already experienced pizza in traditional Italy. Sure. And they came back and wanted that pizza experience back in the United States. So we really saw a boom from there. Like in in 1957, uh, Santano's became the first frozen pizza. But then uh, Rose Totino was who really popularized it in 1962. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also saw, you know, in the late 1950s, we saw all of these pizza chains come in. So um, 1958, Pizza Hut, 
1959, Little Caesars, Domino's, 1960, Papa John's um, was a lot later in 1989. Now, 1962, one of the debate topics that we'll have in a little bit, Mm -hmm. the Hawaiian pizza was introduced. Yeah. uh, And it was uh, pineapple and ham. Yeah. Do you know where this was invented? I'm going to guess not Hawaii, and I'm going to guess California. No. Canada. Canada. Sam. Uh, oh, Canadian bacon. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they ruined it. Sam Pan Panalpol- Panalpolis. Oh, sure. Panalpolis. <laughs> You're not French either. <laughs> no, he's Gre- he's, uh, oh, he's, uh, Gre- he's from Greece. Okay. Never yeah. Mind. So uh, who knows? Some other interesting facts. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Famous Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, founded by uh, Nolan Bushnell co-founder of atari what yeah he was trying to find a uh, different way to make money from his gaming consoles interesting yeah and it worked for a good while there yeah um interesting and yeah they're they're i mean i'd say they're known for their pizzas but i remember getting a good pizza there back in the day when i was a kid and didn't know what good pizza was was (laughs) um okay yeah so uh domino's uh tom monaghan um, was the founder, and he is one one of three people in the world who hold the advanced degree in pizzaology. Unfortunately, that's from Domino's College of Pizzaology. So, oh. <laughs> so just made up. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm wondering your thoughts on the pizza comparison as we talk about Domino's. Um, so, like, what do I between the two here? Mm-hmm. Um, so again, we have the the Domino's plane and the um the smoky monkey plane it it is so clearly dominoes when you bite into that like it's always the same thing uh it's very safe but it's it just doesn't compare to me this does not compare the the two slices i think the smoky monkey is is much better it's it's boring both of them um with just getting the plane but i would any day uh go with the plane yeah, I, I would agree. So, so the monkey. with the cheese, uh, which is we both had just the cheese. Yeah. Um, it it the just plain cheese was a lot better from the smoking monkey, yeah. and and you know had a little bit more flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain about Domino's ever. No, I don't think I'm ever. Well, I could complain about some pieces of pizza, sure. but um, I think it's it's a good piece of pizza. Yeah. Um. You know, some of the cheese was falling off for me. That that, yeah, it's maybe a little bit too much cheese. Yeah, uh, but you know, I, I again, I'm not going to complain about. Yeah, it. Yeah, and I think you know there was, and we'll get into this a little bit, a tiny bit. But uh, Domino's changed their uh, crust recipe many years back. Uh, not many, maybe like ten years back, and uh, it drastically changed things for them and i used to hate domino's pizza like it was bad and even as a child that didn't have all these other great pizzas um but uh domino's crust now is so much better and it actually is you know comparable to a lot of other places but yeah you can tell with the cheese and and it's just heavier in the cheese and doesn't feel as authentic um but um so um a couple more things that i've got um some pizza lingo for you mm. okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some lingo and and i want you to try to figure out if you 
can figure out what that is when it comes to pizza. Okay. So the skin. Oh, jeez. The skin is the cheese. Nope. It's the ball of dough that has been stretched and is ready for toppings. Oh, okay. I thought it was like slang, but I guess that's... This is is like lingo. If you want to go into a pizzeria and be like, oh, you, you, you know... I want some of this. Like you got the you're, skin. You're in the inn. Okay. All right. Screamers. Uh, a screamer is uh, clearly a avid fan of a pizza um, <laughs> that just is so happy whenever their pizza gets done. Yeah, mushrooms. Oh. What? Why? Oh, do they make a noise when they're cooking? I have no idea. They didn't. They, that was one of them. They didn't explain. Oh, okay. Just trust us. They're yeah. a screamer. Flyers. Uh, flyers, oh man, some like uh, something you throw onto the pizza. You're, yeah, get uh, close. Oh, okay, I'll stop there. <laughs> I just want to be kind of close. Pepperoni. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, I uh, I also found a pizza museum called Pizza Brain that's actually in Philly. Oh, so I, I'm wondering. I, it's the first ever pizza museum dedicated to pizza. So. You know, all of our listeners in the yeah. PA area. I wonder if you. I, I do did not was not aware of this, but uh, for those who are listening from that area, go check it out, uh, and maybe they give you a free piece of pizza or something while you walk through, yeah. like like the Hershey Park. You know, get a piece of chocolate. So there is. Uh, we obviously have the kind of more traditional style pizza. There, there is another style pizza called Pizza Al Teglio. Again, I'm terrible yep. at mm-hmm. pronouncing these things, but Taglio, um, it's Italian pizza, and it's actually sold by the Slice, uh, and sold based off of weight, which I thought was interesting. So you pile on all your ingredients, or actually, it's pre-made, as sure. what I, the photos I saw, and then you're you're getting them based off of how heavy the actual piece of pizza you're, you're getting. Yeah. Um, some important i just there's so many facts here that i gotta share <laughs> he's Im- so excited guys. important see important dates important dates that i want you to know about okay uh september 5th national cheese pizza day okay october october 11th national sausage pizza day <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> november 12th national pizza with the works except anchovies day no that is not real <laughs> that is garbage <laughs> You made that up. Uh, I did not make that up. Wait until November 12th. <laughs> that is unreal. The last thing I got is we we were talking about these expos and world fairs and all that kind of stuff yeah. last time. Mm-hmm. Well, there's actually a pizza expo in Las Vegas, and we just yes. missed it. I and Was it like this past week? It was It was early March. Okay, yeah. But the... the I got really excited because I saw that it was March 30th listed everywhere, but it's March 30th, 2020, because they're already advertising oh, for next year. okay. Well, this uh, podcast is brought to you by that expo that you can buy for. Um, no, but uh, I actually saw that in my, my research as well, that there is an expo. That's pretty cool, um, and I'm sure it's a lot of fun, and you probably gain a lot of weight when you go to it. Um, when you were talking about some of the history, um, and I don't know if you t- found anything like this, but I know in you know we are we are a podcast that yes debates and has fun and all that, but what we try you know we're trying to bring you some actual legit stats and um, but there is a theory, um, and I don't know if you've heard this that uh, the Chinese invented. 
Pizza. Have oh, I didn't that? see that one. No. Yeah. So, um, so Marco Polo, uh, you know, famous traveler or um, discoverer. I, that's I don't know what the right word is for him, but um, he went to China and had this uh, baked scallion pancake, and he apparently this is the you know, theory again that he loved this baked scallion pancake and came back to Italy and was eating with like a friend of his and he's like oh my gosh I really want this baked scallion pancake and he challenged like his friend who was a chef to make it again and he failed miserably but it like was said that it possibly started that and that was in Naples and whatnot so maybe maybe not but I thought it was interesting because people have I remember growing up like at one point in my life somebody was like oh yeah where pizza invented from it's like oh it's china it's like well is it um and you know there's not a ton of weight to there but and certainly naples gets credit for it being you know official um and i i thought this was interesting too in my research um as you're talking about like the official pizza and you know people when they came back or or traveled around they wanted to replicate that um, so there is actually an association, a legit association. It's the True Neapolitan Pizza Association that rates and gives like a stamp of approval on if something is authentic or not um, to the Neapolitan area. And and really, it's impossible to be authentic unless you are in Naples, uh, because like part of their, uh, you know, they have the maybe the two different types, and I think maybe that's expanded. I don't know, but those two different types um are um like the margarita or whatever they have to have like fresh tomatoes like within like 24 hours they have to be a certain type of cheese which is only found from cows that are in the maples there it's like you can't really you can replicate it but it's not ever going to be official if you would yeah um but yeah so uh i you know will take us down the lane of a couple fun stats here um, so overall, so on average, uh, Americans down about 3 billion pizzas each and every year. Um, and the U S accounts for about one third of global pizza consumption. So this doesn't surprise me. I feel like just like when we talked about craft brews and we talked about some of this other stuff, America just takes something and then they're just like, let's just make it our own and make it unique and creative. And not that other countries don't do that because they certainly do. Um, but we'll just take it to the nth degree. Um, so that that actually equates to, uh, if you're looking to measure it, 100 acres of pizza a day. Um, so that's that's a lot of space um, that we're eating as a, as Americans. Um, Norway consumes more pizza per capita than any other country, though. Hmm. So I uh, would have never guessed that one. But they um, they are they enjoy their pizza, even though there's not that many people there. I think I saw somewhere that Americans consume like 350 slices per second is what that kind of breaks down to. It's insane. We love our pizza, um, and hence we have a topic about it. So um, so this was actually fascinating to me as I was doing research by location. So Pennsylvania has the most pizza shops per 10,000 people, and that's per the National Restaurants uh, Restaurant News. So it's 3.6 three restaurants per every 10,000 people. Um, and I would have never guessed that, but I grew up and I, I had a very simple palate growing up as my family did. Uh, we didn't, whenever we ate out, we ate out at the same couple places. Um, and one of them was a pizza place. And we, uh, so there's, there's tons of pizza shops all over Pennsylvania, 
But do you have a guess on what the the worst one is or the lowest state for per capita? Uh, California? No, but kind of close. Actually, California's up there. Uh, they have the mo- I think they actually have the most shops, but there's so many people. Yeah. Um, so they're somewhere in the middle, uh, but still in kind of the top 20. Um, but Hawaii actually is the last mm. uh, with 1.18, which I thought was kind of funny considering there's a pizza named after Hawaii, yet they don't have that many uh, yeah. pizza places. Um, and Washington uh, is in the bottom, uh, probably bottom 15. So we don't have a ton uh, where we are either at 1.8, which is half of what Pennsylvania has per capita. Did you uh, find out, did you see a number of how many total in the United States? Um, I don't know that number off the top of my head. Uh, the, I saw something about it, but I didn't keep it. The number that I saw was 61,260-ish. Okay. But yeah. I don't know how, how recent that was. I just... Um, that was a number that I yeah, saw. Yeah, there, there's a lot. And I did see that the trends actually have it over, I think it was over the 2018 year. Um, you know, obviously pizza franchises or pizza um, spots will um, fail and have success or whatever or grow. And, um, and I think it was, um, I forget what the exact number was, but there are more growing mom and pop shops than there are um, actually in the last year more franchises from the chains are dropping and more of these mom and pops are popping up, which is cool. That's that's well. And I think, I think you even look at like mod pizza and like the, the, that expansion that we talked about earlier, like that I would, although I wouldn't, it, it's a franchise, but I wouldn't put it underneath the franchise mm-hmm. model because it is more of a customized yeah. pizza than you, you might get from, your other chain restaurant. Yeah, chain. for sure. Um, so a couple others here. So um, men are more likely to eat pizza uh, than women. So uh, it's about they account for about 15% of total consumption versus 11% for women. Um, for the first time, uh, Domino's overtook uh, Pizza Hut in total sales. I would have never guessed that in particular. I would have thought that Domino's kind of dominates um, that, but Pizza Hut for many years was number one. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they've been seeing a lot of growth over the last years. We alluded to, you know, them changing. So, um, they, uh, hit an all time low in 2008. And I think right around that time is when they just switched their crust and they changed some of their ingredients and fresh and how they branded. Yeah. I want to say, I want to say that was later than 2008. Eight, I thought when they ch- made that change, yeah, because I thought I was in C- I was in Seattle at that point, but okay, yeah, and that may be I, I don't know the exact date, but um, but it was shortly after that, obviously, and so you know at that point in 2008, stocks sold for about three dollars per share, and now they're at two hundred and sixty six dollars. So if you bought stocks, kudos, you you've uh, won out on. That I see one. a 2010 date. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So shortly after. Um, uh, but on the competitive uh, front, so um, PMQ China projects that Pizza Hut will open 1,000 new units in China uh, in 2019, whereas Papa John's and Domino's are going to open up about 50 units. So they're taking over that that area, I believe. Um, if uh, A couple fun stats. So if you uh, had to feed a big group uh there's this company big mama's and papa's pizzeria in la 
um, that has just what you're looking for. So for about $200, you can get a 54-inch by 54-inch custom-made pie, which is the largest commercially made pizza. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that, a, that's a big oven. Yeah. I know, right? Like, I mean, you're probably spending a lot just on the oven alone um, and probably a lot of bodies to make that pizza. Um, and the most expensive pizza in the world. Do you know how that how much that goes for? Do you have a guess? Mm, I'm gonna go with what's the size on it? You know, uh, I would say a normal size, like what we got today. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. It's actually a thousand dollars, and you can get it at Nino's Bellissima Pizza in Manhattan, and it features two different types of caviar and thinly shaved lobster. Um, I was actually expecting shaved gold. I think that's like a gimmicky thing, but people will pay more because yeah, that, it's edible what I was gold kind yeah. of thing. Um, so uh, I thought that was interesting. And then the last stat uh, that I'll throw at us uh, or throw at you folks uh, is that pepperoni is overwhelmingly the most popular choice among 36% of Americans, followed by sausage at 14. So significant difference there. Um, and then only 8% prefer their pizza with just cheese. So sorry for, you know, doing that to you, Brian, but I uh, figured it would be a good base model there. So I I, I want to know, and maybe this goes right into our friendship test. Sure. But l- the reason we are doing pizza this time is because you said that pepperoni is overrated. Yep. Yeah, so you're going let, to – let's just jump right into the friendship test. We just become best friends. Yep. Uh, that will be challenged right now because I would like to put my foot down uh, and or double down, really, on what I said before and just say that pepperoni pizza is the most overrated pizza um, that exists. So I, I'll leave it at that, and you can question it if you want. But Are you saying of, like, of all pizzas – pizza toppings or like like pepperoni by itself just pepperoni pizza by itself i mean either like it's it's an overrated topping it's an overrated style of pizza like pepperoni it just to me pepperoni is just i mean i would prefer a plain over pepperoni. no Um, and if i do get pepperoni which happens um, you don't pick the pepperoni. I pepper, pick oh, them off. Oh my now, goodness! Now, I will say, I'll give me maybe give me a little bit of credit here. I will occasionally eat the pepperoni by itself, but I just think it masks the pizza, and it just you're just eating pepperoni at that. I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't like it. I don't like it, and I'm okay. I'm okay saying it. I mean, now pepperoni is not my favorite type of pizza, mm-hmm. but. Like as a go-to, it's it's a good like if you have one ingredient, then it's it's pepperoni. Why does it have to be? Because it's good. It it's Mm-mm. it's all right. So, <laughs> what are your three top top three pizza toppings that that you want? Like if you had to get a single type of pizza, I'll even give you. I'll even let you if you want all three of them on the same pizza. Well, that was something that um, I was kind of thinking about is like, okay, do these things go together as toppings? Um, and I'll give you even types of pizza. Okay. If that's going to be the thing then. So I'm going to go – I'm going to – toppings though. So my number one topping is bacon. Bacon on pizza is spectacular. If I could just get bacon instead of pepperoni on pizza, it would be great. And how is that not – Matt? like your explanation behind 
pepperoni was that it masks the taste. Bacon is bacon like the makes it better, baby. ultimate masker. It, it is like the no, ultimate. No, it is not. It, it, it's an ultimate compliment. No. Pepperoni takes no. over. Bacon compliments the pizza. Um, so bacon is my number one, followed by chicken. I love chicken on pizza. And my number three I, I struggled with. I was back and forth on, uh, you know, if, if it was sausage is okay as just a single topping or um, tomato on pizza, like fresh tomato on pizza I like. Um, and uh, if you're giving me a style of pizza, I'm going to go barbecue chicken pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, so me, you might even say then barbecue sauce on pizza is good. But that's a that's a differentiator because some places you'll get – barbecue sauce as the sauce and some places it's additional on top of the tomato sauce so it's kind of weird i I like both but you know it's hit or miss yeah so uh do you know which one like from our two barbecue chickens that we have here do you know are they both the sauce of the you know i don't um and we haven't dug into it so we'll have to dig in as we talk but tell me about yours so so i'm gonna go sausage in my top Top, if I have to pick one uh, topping, it's sausage. Uh, if I'm picking my second one, it would be pepperoni. And then two, I mean, it's hard to not, if a single, single topping, it's hard to pick something that's not a protein. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I were to go with something other than barbecue chicken, because I think barbecue chicken is a great pizza. It's it's one of my go-tos. Okay. But but I do like olives on my pizza. Oh, my gosh. Please don't put that in your top three. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. I For some reason, olives on a pizza, I like I like a sausage and olive or sausage and uh, sausage pepperoni and olive. All of those three right there. Maybe some mushrooms on there. Oh, you're you're making me sick. <laughs> you're making me sick. Those are there are with pizza. There are no nos for toppings for me, and um, it's uh, mushrooms are probably number one. Olives are probably number two. Although if I'm gonna eat olives anywhere, eating them on a pizza is okay because they're usually mixed with other things. So you're talking anchovies are not up there like uh, uh artichokes is a very popular I mean, an- artichokes maybe anchovies no do you eat anchovies no okay but i mean like you are you putting oh uh, i would put them pr- probably around the same spot i would put artichokes above above those things so anchovies sure. would go above or below <sighs> probably below below olives at least mushrooms probably about the same <laughs> honestly Mushrooms are pretty bad, um, and I so like a supreme pizza. You're not a supreme no, pizza. No, no, hmm. and I I don't mind a lot of the other vegetables. It's a good thing pizzas. I didn't order our pizza then because I was going I would have oh. gone the supreme. I mean, I would have taken a bite just for the podcast, <laughs> but that's about it. That's gross. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. I don't know. I, it's it's definitely polarizing, and I, at least we can agree on the barbecue chicken. I think that's that's good. That even though it wasn't necessarily in our top three, um, that we enjoy it. That's good. Um, but do you? You know, I I feel like I know my answer for this next question because I'm I'm watching you eat. Um, but do you, do you eat the crust? Yeah. Okay. Now, do you? You know, not do we have to dig too far into it because I I do as well. Um, 
do you enjoy the crust? Do you does it? Do you look forward to the crust? Does it just is it just a part of it? I think it, I think it depends on the pizza. To be honest, I think it depends on the crust. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some bad crusts that you don't want to eat, but then there are some really good ones that you look forward to. Yeah. One of the things that I thought about while on my way over to your house, and thank you again for allowing us in here, and mm-hmm. thank your wife. And mm-hmm. um, but uh, everybody eats the pizza, or I don't think everybody, but the the way people eat the pizza, most part is they eat it from the end, right? The the triangular end. Sure. So yeah, the pointy end. Yeah, I do think there are people who vary that up, and I think they are weird people yeah so yeah i 100 percent agree um one i agree that um you should not eat it backwards um i think that's odd and we can even i didn't even put that here but the how you eat i think is interesting um but two i i look forward to crust like crust is my favorite part of the pizza but i like a crust with just a little bit of the leftover up the like the cheesy or whatever side of it. So it's like heavy bread with a little bit of that and it's just it's perfect. And um or yeah, uh, I don't know. That's what I enjoy. All right, so we're going to do some um some quick hitters here so we can we can get through these quickly, mm-hmm. but New York, Chicago or Detroit style pizza. Um so my gut says New York, um but uh I have just discovered Detroit. Uh couple months ago mm-hmm. and i and it's it's a style pizza that i've only gotten to date from the grocery store so it's a frozen pizza mm-hmm. um and i think it's like outsiders or whatever i forget who makes it but it's a destroy detroit and i love it i love it. it's like the perfect balance of of like heavy crust uh, but not like pie like a mm-hmm. uh, chicago so uh, that i i still think new york probably but but detroit is a close second chicago's a distant third yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go um i'm actually gonna flip flop well i i like chicago i do okay. like chicago i think it's a little bit different it's it's not necessarily what i would consider a pizza i would consider it a pie mm-hmm. and so i do really like that because i yeah. like the ingredients i could see why you being someone who doesn't like you know olives and yeah. mushrooms and all a lot of the things that make some of those pizzas like the the ingredients yeah a lot better um may not like that because that's a lot of you know you don't like pepperoni too that's the other thing is like yeah i mean they make the chicago style pizza with other ingredients and and i went yeah, to chicago but, have you gotten it in chicago yep. okay so i i have two i went to one of the bigger places when i was there uh with my wife and I mean, one, it took forever for that thing to come out of the oven, which I didn't necessarily love. Um, and it just it just was heavy. That was the only thing. Like, it didn't. it's not that it tasted bad. It just was a lot. Um, and whereas, like, pizza, it's like, ah, you know, I can have a couple slices or I can have half a pie. Um, but, uh, you know, you can kind of waver with it. But that one just was just sunk to the bottom. I think my first uh, experience with the Detroit-style pizza was – I think that's where – Little Caesars, that style, I think, was a little bit of that Detroit oh, okay. style, yeah. I, I think, back in the day. So I feel like we should go back in the day with this. 1.21 So when I was little, uh, we didn't – well, one, I, I lived out in the country. So I lived about eight miles out of town. 
there was no pizzeria that was going to deliver a pizza to my house. So mm. when I was little, I never had delivery pizza hmm. ever. And it was a big deal when we would go to um, St. Louis and get delivery pizza from Little Caesars because my grandmother lived in town so we could order a pizza. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and that's, I think, one of my first... I don't know if they were calling it Detroit style at that point, but it was Little Caesars, and I remember it being a square, and I thought that was really cool because it was a square and it yeah. was not round. That was my first experience. Interesting. So my... I, and I found discovered this very oddly, and, and you actually brought up, like, oh, I, I can pick up Little Caesars on the way over here. To me, Little Caesars was just, like, a knockoff brand of, like, pizza. It wasn't, like, one of the big ones... Um, you know, it was, it, I, I got this cheap vibe. I don't know what it was, but that was just mentally. Um, but what I found in my research is that one, you, you mentioned that they're Detroit style ish. And so they're a little bit different in that way. Um, and two, they're actually higher in sales than Papa John's. Yeah. Like they're number, they're number three, which well, is wild. I, I would have like maybe top 10, maybe, but like, to be in the big three, like that's crazy. I feel like of of all the pizzerias, they are like the fast, like really fast. You can walk in there if you know you want a cheese, if you know you want a pepperoni, you're walking right back out with okay. one of those. At least that's how they started to kind of market themselves, I feel like, in the last twenty years or so. Yeah. Um you know, my back in the day with Little Caesars was well before they started to market themselves as, as this, like, quick, you know, cheap, quick yeah. pizza. Okay. Um, yeah, so while we're living back in the day, I had, well, one really quick one and then another one just I wanted to touch on. So when I actually, we talked about the pizzerias, um, you know, being heavy in Pennsylvania. And actually, um, there was a time um, for maybe a two, three-year period where every single Tuesday – we went into the same pizza shop for dinner, and we would get pretty much the same pizza. It was a barbecue chicken pizza. I could still picture it to this day with the design on it and everything. And we got that every – and my family, that was like our family time that week. The family would come together. We'd all go there. We knew the owner. It just felt like a mom – it was a mom and pop, but like it, we knew the owner, and it was just – it was kind of fun and um, and kind of really grew my love for pizza. Um, was not not that I didn't have it before then, but it was like, oh, this is good pizza, like not just one of the big chains. Um, and then I went to to college at Penn State, and um, there was two iconic things with pizza. So one, where my apartment was, there was a CC's. So have you ever been to CC's? Okay, so here's the thing: CC's Pizza. Okay. Advertises here in the Pacific Northwest. I see them on the TV all the time. Yeah, I don't think there are any CC's pizzas you, out here. You might be right because, and I don't know if they've uh, if from it's a success thing or maybe they. I don't know why they're advertising one. That's kind of silly that they would be using up TV time, but unless it's maybe in Oregon or something like that. But um, but yeah, there was a CC's by us, and I'd never been to CC's. But being in college, we used to go. So uh, my my buddies I live with, so Mark and. Alex and, um, you know, I think Marlon was there too, but not to throw names out there, but, um, we would walk over to the CC's right around closing time. And so you would get, you know, get your all you can eat pizza. Cause that was their style. It wasn't great pizza, but we would get all you can eat. 
And then, like, they would be closing down, right? So then they're like, oh, well, we have all this pizza. <laughs> would you like to take some? Like, <laughs> well, yes, we will. So we would we actually, multiple occasions, we would leave, because you can't take pizza out there. Right. Like, right, so, right. But we would leave, because it was closing time, with, even if it was, like, cold pizza, whatever, like, boxes of pizza. And yeah. then we would have that. You know, bring that back to our apartment and then just eat that for the next couple of days. We had so much pizza in college. Um, and then just, you know, like every other college, but our icon, I don't know about you, but we had an iconic pizza place downtown um, State College um, called Canyon Pizza, and it was dollar slices. So whenever you went out to, you went out to drink, and hung out, and you're hang around. You, you you always went to Canyon Pizza to get your dollar slice, and so it was kind of a iconic spot at Penn State. Ours was pizza, pizza schmizza. Pizza, nice. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that that was that was a little bit back in the day. But let let's get back into it. Um, yeah. We I I prefaced the last one with let's do these quick, and we didn't do this <laughs> we quick. We didn't at all. All right. Now we're going to do some quick. Yep. Frozen pizzas, DiGiorno, Red Baron, Tombstone. I'm going to even throw Totino's in there. Okay. Uh, never had Totino's. Um, don't love t- Tombstone. DiGiorno's is probably the best, but I'm going to go with Red Baron because I, if I wasn't at CC's, I was eating Red Baron pizzas all the time in college, and I enjoyed them. They were like five bucks. It was great. You could feed a family of two. Uh, mine is Totino's. Okay. It, it's, I mean, I wouldn't. That's kind of what I grew up on was Totino's. Yeah. DiGiorno, I think they were trying to be a little bit too much like a a traditional, you know, restaurant-style pizza. Red Baron, I was okay with. Like, I would have been okay with. Uh, Tombstone, not so much. But Totino's was just like a single-serving, um, very, um, I don't know, very simple pizza. Okay. So it was easy to uh, it was easy to grow up with. Again, we're not going through these fast. Domino's, Pizza <laughs> Hut, um, Little Caesars, Papa John's, Godfather's. Godfather's? Oh, man. Well, I don't know what Godfather's is, so uh, I'm going to go with Pizza Hut. I think Godfather's is the best chain pizza, and I don't even know if they still exist. <laughs> they don't exist. Uh, but the one that was in Pullman, I loved. Which, by the way... Godfather's being one of them. I think Pizza Hut, you know, obviously being a more of a sit down place, a lot of places. Um, the salad bar. Oh yeah, salad bars aren't a thing anymore. That's actually not at a pizza place, but yeah, that was more known. Was it Pizza Hut that had the salad bar? Pizza Hut had it. Uh, Godfather's also does okay. have it. Yeah. Um, and I think they just started to realize that they're not coming here for salad. Right, like they, it was kind of their healthy alternative, and they still serve salads, but it's not like in a bar. Um, I think all of them serve, you know, salads, but I, yeah, just to do it. Honestly, I don't think they actually make a ton of money off of it. Yeah, I, I actually, I enjoyed pizza places, salad bars. Okay, it's a uh, weird thing to enjoy, yeah. but 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 I I love the peas and the ham. What and the cheese. Ugh. Weird. The closest Godfather. Who, enjoy, who goes to a pizza place and says, "I enjoyed the peas." Yeah, but at the with salad bar. with my with my pizza, it was delicious. That's weird. That's um, weird. Spanaway Washington is the closest Godfather's. Okay. Godfather's also th- taking you back in the day really quickly. We are way <laughs> like, over time. Real quick, rapid fire, Brian. But but Godfather's was another pizza place that was close by uh, my college, and there was um, a bar attached to it, and so you could do. In the bar, 
you could walk over it and do an all-you-can-eat pizza. Oh, that is Andy dangerous. at the bar. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, are you a – we're going to switch topics here. Is pineapple on pizza okay? It's okay. It used to be my mm. – it used to be one of my favorite. Oh, okay. Hawaiian pizza used to be one of my favorite. I've I've ventured outside of Hawaiian. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I wouldn't – I don't think it's it's the worst thing in the world. Okay. Like some people think it's, it's – Yeah, it's sacrilegious. You can't yeah. put it on there. Yeah. Um, I am totally fine with it. I enjoy it. And it actually was in contention for a top three for me. Mm. Right around the cusp. Um, didn't make it, but, um, but it really only, I mean, you don't really have it very often unless it's a Hawaiian pizza, some other exploration, um, exploration, uh, of pizzas has, have it on it. But my biggest thing, and I needed to make a statement about it is that, um, you can really screw up Hawaiian pizza and the easiest way to do it is putting Canadian bacon on it. And if you have ham with pineapple on a Hawaiian pizza, it's going to be great. And in my opinion, but Canadian bacon, totally different. It's like a cheaper version of ham, and it's just not good. Hmm. Yeah. I, so I, it, it, I, I would venture to say that you've probably had many a we, Canadian bacon Hawaiians. Maybe we need to do a ham podcast because I don't <laughs> know that I could tell the difference. Oh, my God. It's totally different. I don't know. Oh, it is totally – oh, my – Brian – uh, whether there's a podcast or not, I'm going to <laughs> just bring some ham over. And we're going to just taste test because it's it's so different. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Well, um, how do you eat your pizza? Do you are you a folder, uh, knife and fork, or you put in classic? I don't know what classic. Classic would be. is just eating eating the just straight. Uh, yep straight. So um, I'm usually a mix between classic and and fold. Um, I don't know about you. Never, ever knife and fork? Never. Regardless of what toppings are Regardless. On. Wow. Yeah. And the only time is maybe, and this is maybe why I didn't like it, is Chicago. Chicago. Because you have to kind of, you have to do that. Yeah. It's so much. But like, yeah, even if it's like gooey and whatever, it's like, nope, you, you turn it into kind of a scoop and you're scooping it up. And yeah, I, maybe once in my life I've done it, but I, I, I do not. And I, I frown upon people who do. I'm more of a folder or a fork and knife type of guy. Or you, you, they're equal to you? Yeah. I think it depends on what what ingredients are in there. Okay. Um, if if there's a lot of toppings, yeah. there's just a lot of toppings, and they're eventually going to fall out, I'm a fork and knife guy. Okay. That might be the... the Aside from the mushrooms and the olives, that might be the <laughs> worst thing. We're in a rough friendship. Said. Yeah, this, this is, episode. Yeah, this is tough. You're lucky we have but that's a the beer thing. And, and some pizza. Pizza is so controversial, yet everybody loves it. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of it, right? Like yeah. everybody loves it, so they they have their passions tied to it, and uh, which is kind of fun. Um, all right, are you are you someone who who dips? So we actually brought some dips here, and our pizza is getting a little cold because we're talking to you folks. But we did bring some dip. There's some garlic. There's some hot sauce. There's a, I do want to try this one, the sweet. This is from Domino's Sweet Mango Habanero, um, which is interesting. I haven't tried it yet. But I, I don't, I'll tell you right now, I don't, I don't dip. You don't dip? I don't. Okay. Uh, if I have to add Parmesan cheese or red pepper flakes, that means the pizza probably wasn't that good. Oh, interesting. So um, I, I'm not typically someone who dips though i 
occasionally we'll we'll venture down that route certainly when there's new flavors to try i don't mind i'll probably do more hot sauce than i will um ranch though sometimes i'll do ranch i know that's probably the most popular one um but i completely disagree mainly this is just habit and i get in trouble for this too is for for my whole life and i haven't done it here mainly because i'm distracted but pizza i almost it was always parmesan cheese uh red flakes salt and pepper and you put that on every single piece of pizza no and no that means the pizza was not good but I do that before I try the pizza. Yeah, you got to try the pizza first. Well, yes, and I get criticized for that by my wife all the time. Is that I and I do that with not beyond pizza. Beyond pizza, I will put salt and pepper on everything. Before. See, and I've gotten better with it, but and and you you were the one who said that you didn't like pepperoni pizza because pepperoni takes over the pizza. But then you're putting all of this other stuff on there I'm, that is taking over the pizza. Well, salt complements just like bacon does. It just in, enhances the flavors. And red pepper takes a pizza that isn't spicy, adds a little kick to it. Parmesan cheese, why not? <laughs> and pepper, I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't know. I think that was more habit than anything else. Um, and you know, it never was bad. But then I've, I've gotten better over the years with it, and I, I at least will try these pizzas um, before, um, before I put stuff on them. Um, most of the time. I just so. realized I we're getting to the end of our friendship test, and I haven't tried the Domino's barbecue chicken yeah. pizza. Well, I haven't tried the other one yet. So Oh, oh boy. i got to jump well, on that. So one comment I have on your, your smoking monkey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the So the pizzas, I think, are the same size, right? They are, yeah. But yet, smoking monkey only gave you six pieces. Like, they only cut it into very big yeah. pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's uh, interesting. Usually you'd see eight. That's the traditional, and I think Domino's always does that. But I don't know. Maybe they just – I mean, they look like bigger pieces when you pull them out because they are. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely more weight, too, to the Domino's. I think just with each of these, the toppings are so much more. It's much thinner. It's New York style, really, is what we're eating here. And, the, and this one is maybe New York as well, but just with a thicker crust on the Domino's. Um, I, I'm going to – so, I'm gonna have to go with your smoking monkey. I think it was a really good barbecue chicken pizza. The uh, Domino's is lacking a little bit in the barbecue sauce area, um, so I can't even really taste the barbecue necessarily. I think I taste more of the cheese, yeah, than I'm tasting in in barbecue sauce, which I would expect a little bit more of a barbecue sauce to it. So, yeah, no, I I agree. Um, fun little, well, maybe fun. Um, so, which one of these do you think was more expensive? I mean, I have have to think the Smoking Monkey was more expensive. It was actually not. Um, it was actually cheaper to get the Smoking Monkey, and this, I mean, it's it was twenty two bucks with tax for the Smoking Monkey pizza, and this the specialty pizza for Domino's was like twenty three or twenty four. Um, so, and then I paid tip on top of that. But I mean, even if they're equal, so. Right? Subtle, you owe me some money, Brian. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but, yeah. I mean, honestly, if they're about equal, I'm not going to Dom. The only the the benefit that Domino's has over and these big chains have over is delivery mm-hmm. and the speed and what I mean. This the Domino's was ready in 20 minutes. Smoky Monkey was more like 40. So there, there's definitely you're you're paying for the quality, you're paying for the time. Um, but, uh, but 
I, if you're patient, just go with the, and, the and Domino's has your rewards now. It's true. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely benefits to that too. But all right, well, we're over what our normal uh, length of time is. Oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, yeah, we're at, at about a hour and nine minutes. So. Oh. Time for some delusional <laughs> We get there, and I'm like, where's the pizza? All right, so our, our delusional thinking this week, I think it's going to require a little bit of, of um, definition for you here, Justin, but I want you to pick one of these, and you have to live with it for the rest of your life. Okay. You can get all of your pizza that you want via delivery, but you only get one type of pizza. Okay. You are forced to eat frozen pizza, but any flavor that you want. Okay. Uh, but but you must microwave it. Okay. Or you must make your pizza from scratch. And this is how you're consuming the rest of the pizza for your the rest of your life. Okay. Monetarily, they're the same investment. I must, uh, that sure. may have been okay. a question yeah. of yours. So monetarily, when you want to buy a pizza, it's going to cost you the same amount regardless of, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to save money if you're making it from scratch or the frozen yep. or whatever it is. Okay. Now, um, you've clarified one of the things that was on my mind, but the other one is, so I can get delivery of one type of pizza. Can I choose where that's from and can I alternate where that's from? Uh, you can choose what type that of pizza yeah, it so is. Yeah, so if I wanted barbecue chicken pizza. Mm-hmm. Could I go to Domino's, and then could I also go to Smoking Monkey later on? Or is it one location as well that I can get it from? Um, I will give you whatever location you want. It makes a difference. I mean, honestly, like if I'm stuck, yeah, sure. I might, in today's site, oh, I, well, would well, I would choose say, that one. I would say, yeah, you're going to choose one. Yeah, So I okay, so I choose Smoking Monkey, mm-hmm. and I can only get Smoking Monkey for the rest of my life? Or can I go now to some place in Manhattan and order a barbecue chicken pizza? Oh, I got you what you're saying. Yeah. You are ordering Smoky Monkey's pizza for the rest of your life. Got it. Regardless, it doesn't matter like if they have to deliver it to yep. you across the country. Sure. All right. So I am going to go with delivery but getting one type of pizza. And it has narrowed down my option significantly. Um, but I feel – and I probably it, – it, this is kind of a bummer because getting one type of pizza – is tough because I like to explore. I like getting different options and trying different things. Um, and pizza is one of those relatively safe ones where you can just like, oh, I like all these ingredients. Let's just throw it onto a pizza. Um, so that will be a little sad losing that. Um, and uh, it, it does make me think about that third option just a little bit of making yeah, the pizza. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Mr. Lazy. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, that, that does take time. And, and I also, am. it's not even a lazy factor. It's like, I don't think I could make pizza that's as good as a restaurant would. Yeah. Like myself. Yeah. I, I think, I think my thought here is from the scratch. I don't even know if, um, like it, regardless of quality, I don't know if I'd be able to make it as much as I want. Like, mm-hmm. if I have a desire for pizza, it's not like I can just turn it around and, right. you know, I'm going to have to go get all the ingredients and, and make it from well, it's scratch. It's awfully lazy of you, Brian, to say that. Well, yeah, in, in this case, yes, <laughs> I, I will I will take the, the lazy route. 
So the one thing I have to say, because I, I think I'm sticking with that, though, again, it is a close second for the pizza from scratch. The frozen pizza in a microwave is the <laughs> worst by a mile. And I love frozen pizza. If yeah. you put frozen pizza as an option that you just cook normally, I probably would have went with that one. Oh, really? Even, even if you said, like, I'm limited to, like, two frozen pizzas or options. Really? Or I probably would have went with that. I really enjoy frozen pizza. I think they've done a lot of great things with it in the last, you know, five, ten years. There's cool artisan frozen pizzas that, like, have great flavor. I mentioned the – I think it's the Outsiders brand that has a Detroit-style pizza that is just awesome. They have Milwaukee. They, like, good. They're, like, good pizza. Uh, and they're quick. But microwave destroys it. <laughs> it's literally the worst thing you can do to pizza. I won't even reheat pizza in the microwave. And I have a microwave because it destroys the crust. And that's the really? best part. You don't uh, – so, so you don't – do you oven reheat? Uh, so we have a toaster oven okay. um, like okay. that you can put it in. But even that, even if we didn't have that, I would easily go turn on the oven and put it in there. It is a pet peeve of mine if you cook pizza in the microwave, even just to go like, oh, let me quick heat it up. Like, no. You're, you're, you're basically – sure, it's fine for all the, the stuff on top, but it, it's destroying the crust of the pizza to make it rubber. So, uh, so, so are you – we didn't even talk about this. Are, are you a cold person, a cold pizza person? I am not actually. I, that's actually a really good thing we should have talked about. But <laughs> Probably. I, I, am, I am not a cold pizza person. I will. Uh, I, I can eat it, and heck, we're close to that with all the talking we're doing. Yeah, here, but, but it's still warm. It's not like yeah. from like some people eat it out of the refrigerator. Yeah, which no. I, I can't do that. Yeah, okay, so we're we're similar there. But so. I will microwave it. Okay. I, I, I will find- not. There, it's just it's. It's, I'm not eating it cold. I'm not putting it in the microwave. I'm cooking it in some type of oven. So and, and it's the worst. It's it's probably, yeah. It's it's really bad. So wow. Um, so oh. yeah. So that oh. wasn't even a oh. thought. That's why I needed the clarification because I was like, well, the microwave is that an option? Do I have to use the microwave? And then you were like, yep, but must use it. So I, it was not even a thought in my head at that point to choose it. But what are you what are you going with here? I, I'm going with delivery as well. Oh, okay. Um, I think I think I could select. It'd be it would be a difficult decision as to what type of pizza I would select. Yeah. Um, I think it would also depend on how often I forecasted myself to want to eat pizza. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I would eat a barbecue chicken pizza like a lot. Yeah. I think I could eat a pepperoni or a sausage or pepperoni sausage and and mushrooms and olives interesting thing here just to 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 think about if you get let's say you get all those options on the pizza right can you take off like you get the pizza and then you're like i don't feel like sausage today and you can actually take off is that allowed uh i sure okay but just i mean care, like, you know like, might vary it a little here, bit here's the you. thing is like when you get when you get olives on it it's you're gonna taste the olives. It's yeah, like if you're you get taste onions, the if you're gonna get onions uh, on it, you're yeah. gonna taste the onions. You yeah. know, like those things are gonna linger. Yeah. with the pizza. So, yeah, you're gonna get something different. But I don't really think you're gonna get something different. And this is not like you have to eat it all the time. It's really mm-hmm. when you want to eat pizza. Right. This is what you have to eat. Yeah. So, so that's why I'm thinking I would go to with delivery, so that I could have it when I wanted it. Yep. And. Yes, I'm limited by one type of pizza, but when I really want a pizza, I feel like I think about a pepperoni or a sausage, you know, or whatever that combination mm-hmm. of pepperoni, sausage, 
olives and mushrooms. Yeah. Those four ingredients, that's my go-to pizza. Yeah. See, I, the, the thing that makes it tougher for me, and I'm again, I'm still sticking with it, but I live, my favorite pizzas live in that specialty zone. So it's like, you know, the Yukon gold potatoes on pizza or like, you know, Hawaiian pizzas or just like things that are, you know, odd. You're giving me a weird face with that. That's not that uncommon. The potatoes on a pizza? Yeah. It's good. It's good. Try it. A lot of no, a, a lot good. of artisan places do that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just like the exploration of pizza, and so the basic stuff to me is just like meh. And now, I mean, barbecue chicken is almost basic, but they've jazzed it up a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah, it it varies from place to place with the barbecue chicken pizza, but yeah, we are well <laughs> into our longest yeah. podcast, so we appreciate you all listening and, and hanging in there with us. Hopefully, hopefully you'll come back. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, sorry you couldn't be here for our uh, pizza party that we, Brian and I had. Yeah, um, we but didn't even talk about pizza parties. We did. Man. Yeah, so much to pizza. It's just such a great topic. But yeah. um, as always, uh, we we are a bi-week or a weekly, sorry, podcast. But uh, if you want to get that little ping, that little uh, uh, notification on your phone, subscribe to us on on Apple or Google Podcasts. Um, and uh, and follow us on Facebook. Brian posts those things every week. If, if you don't want to uh, go through that route, and and um, but yeah, what did, any, any reviews or any any love you want to send, we're, we'll we'll love to hear them. I did I did start posting on Twitter. Oh, great! Yeah. Okay. So we we've got some tweet. Uh, uh, we actually have a couple likes oh. on our wow. tweets. Wow. So. Okay. Very cool. All right. Yeah. So maybe we'll live there a little bit too. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, follow us wherever you want to go. That's the moral of the story. Yeah, we want to we want to hear from you too. Yes, so just like Joe and Maureen. Yep, yep. So anyway, we've talked your ears off. Uh, so we'll, we'll we're getting played off the stage here. So uh... <laughs> the music is getting louder. <laughs> just talk louder, Brian. Stop, stop. <laughs> wrap it up. Well, thanks for joining us on the quest for one hundred. Yeah. <laughs>